Well, hello, Pinkies. This is the Fade Driver. I have been away for a bit. Um, so what's it's going to be rattling? There's glass in the back because we're going to hurt everyone. Oh. But Alras did find places where Russians tried. Thank you. We're um, we're going to the dump today. <clears throat> now. We're in the Toll Monster today. I'm going to tell you about some issues with the Toll Monster and what I've been up to. But first, I have to back out of my driveway up a hill which has a corner, which has a cliff on one side and a fence on the other and a house on the third side. So I just have to back up first and then I'll tell you all about my adventures. So, it's been Faye's Tire Shop Central around Faye, uh, the Faye Cottage. Um, I've been doing winter tires on many, many vehicles. I'm sick and tired of winter tires. So, I do three sets of winter tires. I do this truck we're driving. I do Mother Anderson's Mercedes, put snowies on that. And I put snowies on the Porsche. So, you know, I, I, I have a bit of a Mickey Mouse method. I have a screwed a drill, <laughs> a cordless drill that I attach to a bunch of stupid um, uh, extensions and Mickey Mouse things so I can zip off my wheels. I have to take a hand wrench, like a strong arm bar and loosen the nuts especially on this truck there's eight lug nuts on this damn truck they all require 130 foot pounds of torque on the nut lug the lugs Um, (laughs) so I loosen them with a with a strong bar or whatever a a bar then I get my my whizzy (laughs) drill and whiz off the the nuts once I got them loose. And the, of course, the thing fails all the time. It's just a, it's just a gong show. I'm trying to hold on to four pieces of tool to get a lug nut off. I got so mad, and I always I've always wanted to have one of them impact wrenches, uh, like an impact gun uh, that they use at the real tire shops. They use air compressed ones. <clears throat> so finally, after I got two sets of winter tires done I finally broke down and I bought myself a cheapo electric impact gun and the thing works but it's a lot less complicated because you just you're just sticking one socket on the end of this driver so anyway I should have bought it two weeks ago when I was when I had started my tires all right I'm just gonna stop for some fuel uh, diesel, and then I will carry on with my complaints about life. How about that? I'll call it that today. Okay, all gassed up. So uh, I got the tires on Mother Anderson's Mercedes for winter. I got uh, the tires on this big dumb truck for winter 
and uh, I got the tires on the Porsche for winter. You know those winter tires, those Porsche winter tires, they're very goofy because they're very soft. They're like balloon tires. They're very different from the summer, all high performance, uh, you know, all summers, it's all summers. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I put these balloon tires on <laughs> and it's, it's just so goofy. It rides very nicely. Like it's very soft and comfortable riding, but the tires, you know, the tires are soft, you, of course, for a reason. Because you want to have a soft winter tire because that's what grips the snow. You want to have like like kissing the, the rubber of the road, kissing the, the uh, like sucking into the pavement like your lips would kiss the, the, uh, a smooth bottom. So you want to get that suction happening. But <laughs> there's no bloody snow in sight. It's very, very dry. It's very warm. We're having 20 degree days in October. October the 14th as I record this. It's now, well, it's 11 degrees out because it's we're finally having a cool day. Um, so I was driving that <laughs> 911 with the new tires on <laughs> and they just squeal around every corner and they're just so, it's so, um, I don't know. Balloony. I know I've said that 18 times. <clears throat> anyway, kind of fun, but very soft and very, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you drift a lot more as you're going around corners because they just can't grip the road. Uh, anyway, you wouldn't drive like, like a maniac in the snow. But anyway, it's been kind of fun driving that dumb Porsche with my balloon tires. Now, uh, I want to quickly address the nip. Oh, police officers pulling over somebody. They're going to pull me over too for having an unsecured load because I'm going to uh, the, uh, the dump. <clears throat> um, someone's getting a ticket for something. Oh, there goes an electric Ionic 5. Um. Oh, changed his mind. Oh my goodness. There's all kinds of crazies on the road today. Um, the Nip on Big Fatty's show was talking about his oil level gauge, which there's no such thing. There's not a car in the world that has an oil level gauge. Jesus Christ, can you stay in your lane? What the Saskatchewan? Um, he was talking about he didn't he had an oil change nine months ago or something and there was a light going off in his in his uh, on his dash and something about his car not needing oil or needing oil and he was under the impression that there's a gauge on his dash that tells him how much oil is in the car and I believe Big Fatty got it right when he corrected him and said that's not an oil gauge that's a water temperature gauge so very very few vehicles actually have a method of telling you in the car how much oil you have in your car um, and what typically happens is 
in some high-end cars like Mother Anderson's Mercedes, for instance, in my Porsche, when you turn the key on, but not you know to the ignition to the ignition uh, position, but not start the car, just let it sit there with the ignition on. You'll get a little screen will flash up that says uh, you know X amount of uh, this level in oil in your car. What's very annoying is some cars actually do not even have a dipstick. Mother Anderson's car doesn't have a dipstick. Um, so she, you, she has to rely entirely on the car telling her what the oil level is. This is not uh, something that I approve of. Um, I think you should be able to look at your oil. You want to pull your dipstick and look at it and see what kind of condition the oil is in. When you get an oil change, your oil should be very clean looking. It should be clear or almost clear. It'll be yellowish or amber if it's really, really clean. And as you use your car more and more and as the oil breaks down, it gets dirtier and dirtier. And the dirt is chunks of metal and goo and bad stuff being washed away by the oil through the combustion process. So you really want to be able to look at your oil. You might also discover you have antifreeze in your oil. And if you're seeing antifreeze or a white cloudy liquid in your oil uh, or bubbles in your oil, then that is indicating a, a problem where you could have a cracked head gasket or something has gone wrong where the coolant is leaking into the uh, combustion uh, process into the cylinders or into the oil pan um, so this is why you want to look at your oil every once in a while once a month just look and see what it's doing and if the nip had actually looked at his oil or checked his dipstick he would know that his oil was really low but no no we'll just drive along all I do is put gas in it and drive along <laughs> never look at anything uh, bad, bad driver. Now, speaking of oil issues, I discovered an oil leak on this truck I'm driving. This 2018 Dodge Ram 6.7 liter diesel one ton pickup truck. Um, I have a little leak, something weeping or seeping. I believe it's coming from the oil pan. It could just be that the oil pan bolts are loose um, or there's a break in the gasket around the oil pan the seal that is that seals the oil pan to the to the engine block um, so I'm getting very very small amounts of oil but still uh, some oil is leaking out and that's not environmentally healthy for one um, so uh, I guess I'm going to have to hit that looked at. I looked, I poked around under there. There's all kinds of cross members and plastic covers and things under there blocking you from looking to see what is going on, where the engine, uh, the oil leak is actually coming from. Uh, so I can't tell precisely where it's coming from. But I have a good idea. So who knows how much that's going to cost. I haven't done any searches yet on the internet about uh, known issues with these engines leaking like that. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, it's something I don't want to happen. And of course, 
being concerned about an oil leak now, I am checking my oil very often. And I do have a dipstick on this truck, so I can look at the oil and monitor what it's doing, how much oil is in it, how black or dirty it is. And we're pretty close to an oil change here. I could uh, pull up my instruments that tell me the status of my oil, I suppose. And we'll see what the oil life is at. <clears throat> we're getting close. Uh, oil life 28% left so I've got 18,000 17,600 kilometers since my last oil change wow that's quite a bit um, so I would say we're due for an oil change um, so Mr. Anderson and I we're off on another adventure we're going away I've been working feverishly around the house today I'm doing a dump run because I'm trying to get ready for winter because it is now the middle of October. We're going to be going to Vancouver for two full weeks. And when we come back, we're probably very likely going to be in snow conditions. So uh, we've been working quite hard around the house. It's a little bit prematurely because normally we'd have another couple of weeks to go before the snow came. But of course, we're gone. So I've been cleaning up my sprinklers and my water hose, you know, garden hoses. We've we've uh, neutered the garden, um, and I cut down a bunch of weeds and slough, and we have all this wood. Of course, we've been preparing for the winter by um, uh, building up our woodshed. Mr. Anderson's been chopping wood, uh, splitting wood and stuff, and. I got my hands on some more wood, as I've talked about previously, from the neighbors. Um, so we got all this garbage. It's all green waste, you know, leafy greens and weeds and, and then a whole crap load of bark. All this, these bark shells that break off of this wood when you're splitting it. So I have a pickup truck full of green waste that I'm taking to the dump. To the dump, to the dump, to the dump, dump, dump. Uh, that's the punchline from some joke about where does where does Tonto take his garbage, or where does the Lone Ranger and Tonto take their garbage? To the dump, to the dump, to the dump, dump, dump. I can't help myself. Um, so uh, that's what I'm doing today, and I got a pack. And I got a million things to do before we leave, which is tomorrow or the next day. I don't know because I have a really bad sense of time. Uh, so that's what's going on for us. So I've been trying to empty out my fridge. We had a big Thanksgiving dinner um, with a, a bunch of people over. Oh, and I got to tell you about the uh, old home week, uh, old high school buddies popping in, dropping in on our lives. Um, but anyway, we, I had a big, I cooked a big turkey dinner with mashed potatoes and a 15 pound turkey and, you know, all the fixings, dressing, uh, not stuffing, but dressing and gravy and all that. <clears throat> so, uh, we've been enjoying a lot of turkey. I mean, made a turkey soup, but we're going to have to take all this food with us on the road because, uh, we'll be gone for two weeks. So... Uh, we've been uh, we've been jamming food down our gullet before we go. 
trying to get rid of uh, all the perishables. But anyway, so um, Mr. Anderson has a school buddy from way back from high school or possibly even earlier. I think they, I don't know if they grew up on the same street or not, but these two guys were like uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. (laughs) They were connected at the hip through high school and um, university as well. And they both experienced their, their, their move from the little city to the big city university and they roomed together when they were in university. So, you know, that's going back 35 years or something, right? It's got to be 30 to 30, 32 to 35 years. Um, so, uh, we, uh, we had uh, Mr. Anderson's school friend stop in on us with his wife. It was lovely to meet his wife. I hadn't met his wife before. I'd met to him on several occasions. Um, so uh, it was really interesting to see, to see the two, those two boys talking about old times. It was very charming. Um, and his friend and his wife are just lovely people. I wish we could. I wish they lived closer so we could spend more time together. But unfortunately, they live in another province, so uh, we only we see them very few times a year. And then I also had a, an old school chum from my high school drop in on me, a girl that I knew in high school, who was a very good friend and uh, who now lives way up north, much more north in the province than I do, certainly. And uh, uh, so she was in town because her daughter lives here where I live in the, my little town. Um, so she was visiting her daughter and was able to spend a couple of uh, couple of days with her, a couple of lunch hours and what have you, uh, just reminiscing and talking about our lives and what we've done in the last 35 years. She has had uh, four children and been married and divorced and and uh, and all that, and is now a grandmother because that's what age we are now us old fogies and um, and I told her that I'm an unemployed bum so um, so that was really good it was really good to see all those folks from our youth uh, all right so I am I don't know if I'll be doing any podcasting uh, over the next couple of weeks it's very likely I could because I'll be doing my old own old my own I'll be doing my old own old (laughs) one more time I'll be doing my own old home week uh, over the next couple of weeks going back and visiting all my buddies at the fire department and I got some lunches lined up and and uh, I'm going to buy a bunch of stuff because when you go to the big city you got to go to the the big stores like Best Buy and and uh, Apple. Oh, I'm going to be spending some money on Apple products. So that's what I'll be doing. Maybe you'll hear about it in the next episode. And we're taking the Tesla on its first really long road trip. So I'm sure you'll hear about that as well. Um, so far, I've been impressed with the Tesla on the longer trips. But this is uh, this is like a 400... 500 kilometer trip 350 miles approximately 
Um, so that's what's going on for me. So I'm going to end it here. I am the Faye driver. If you have a car question or you want to know about what how oil changes or what I bought at the Apple store, you can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. I am the Faye driver. Thanks for listening. Uh, catch you on the flip-flop.